Welcome, friends, to another edition of the Stupid Sexy Podcast, the show where Dan Peck and I, Chris O'Mealy, review every Simpsons ever. Dan, what do we got on the agenda for this week? Well, first of all, it feels like I'm podcasting nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, uh, I gotta remember to keep throwing that to you. <laughs> that is uh, definitely. Uh, we are on season one episode. There's only a handful of them left. But this one is Bart, the general. Season one, episode five, Bart, the general. Pretty interesting episode, uh, and actually one of my favorite season one episodes, next to uh, the Sideshow Bob episode. I think it's this uh, one. Cuts right to the chase. We go the Simpsons. They're just like episode. Yeah, no chalkboard gag and no couch gag. Only two episodes in the history of the Simpsons have ever avoided both. And, well, not maybe not in the history. I think there's some newer episodes that actually skip it, too. But, no chalkboard gag and no couch gag only happens twice in the first season. And usually, that's the first part of my trivia. But, uh, yeah, the episode actually ran long. So they didn't do anything for that. This is also the first episode that John Schwartzwelder wrote. He has written more episodes than anyone in the history of The Simpsons. So, and everybody's told this story before, but John Schwartzwelder is such a recluse. He's such a recluse that, like, people were convinced he didn't actually exist. Like, that was always a big thing. Was that people didn't think he actually existed, which is why when they do the uh, the Hurricane Nettie episode and Ned's in the insane asylum, there's a caricature of John Schwartzwelder. He's like he's looking outside his door and then he shuts it as Flanders walks by. They did that on purpose because people were convinced, even by season eight, that he just doesn't exist because he's so rarely seen. But yep, one of the first episodes that he wrote, and you can tell his episodes are usually pretty dang good quality here. We're starting off in the kitchen, because Lisa's baking muffins? No, they're cupcakes, but they sure as hell look like muffins, because season one animation. She even, mm-hmm. she even frosts them with frosting that's the same color. It's just, I guess they're they're chocolate chocolate cupcakes, but you never really know. She's bringing them into class because it's Miss Hoover's birthday, and she won't let anybody else have one. She's being a little... Being kind of bratty, actually. And, of course, when Homer hears why she's doing this, he calls Bart to sit on his lap and encourages him. You have to kiss ass to authority. (laughs) So you can get ahead in life, boy. So you gotta love the fact that Homer's just encouraging Bart to become a kiss ass. Kind of like him. While we've seen Homer defy authority before, we also know Homer can be an absolute kiss ass when push comes to shove. Well, he's a like um, low shortest or whatever. Like, or uh, what is it? Uh, he's the l- path of least resistance. Yeah, basically. Basically, I mean, it's you know, I've always been one of those guys who can't kiss ass to my superiors because I just it just makes me feel dirty. And 
but yeah, I always treated my superiors as a person. Yeah, they're know. they're a person. <clears throat> of course, uh, Homer actually tries to eat a cupcake, and Lisa snags it right out of his hand. They get on the bus and greet Otto. He's like, "Yeah, Lisa won't share any of these cupcakes." She's like, "I baked a special one for you, Otto." So yeah, she's kissing ass to everybody now. And Bart's trying to be the big brother. I'm going to hold the cupcakes. And then he calls her a bunch of names. She's like, well, now you're never going to get one. Okay, I'm sorry. Some things were said that shouldn't have been said. She's like, so what do you like best about me? Uh, you're giving nature, of course. And Lisa does the most... <laughs> pretty much the uh, the funniest way to get Bart what he wants, but also get the last laugh. She drops one on the ground and just jams it in his mouth. Bart gets bus floor cupcake, which is probably disgusting. He's probably got the corona- shit. probably got the coronavirus yeah. now. Well, yeah, obviously. So Lisa's in the schoolyard showing off the cupcakes to Janie, who is not Janie Powell, some random white girl. And here comes a very very minor character, the white weasel, or the black weasel, because Nelson's got two weasels. They are never named. They're only really background characters after this season. Like a lot of uh, shows where there's a bully and his minions, yeah. they usually change by the end of the first season. Usually, different, yeah. different minions. You go through a, a whole collection of different minions. But yes, the uh, <clears throat> the weasel. And he's doing that, that thing where he like grabs the cupcake, takes a huge bite, and then chucks the rest of it over his shoulder. So he's like... Not even really stealing them. He's just being an asshole. Bart admirably stands up for his sister. Although I have a feeling if he didn't get that cupcake, he probably wouldn't have. And this results in the confrontation with Nelson Muntz. The toughest bully in the schoolyard. He basically just picks up Bart by the shirt collar and kind of chucks him. And they're like, Nelson, you're bleeding. Oh, happens all the time, right, Dan? Happens all the time. I get other people's blood on me. But what happens, Dan? It was his blood. You made me bleed my own blood. And he's like, ooh, he's like, I'm going to get you, Simpson. And Principal Skinner breaks up the inevitable fight. The bell rings. And he's like, I'm going to get you after school. And Skinner's like, no, no, kid. He'll get you after school. Now, let's go. Yeah, like any educator. Not yeah. when I'm in charge. As soon as I'm not in charge, go ahead and murder each other. Yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> I was always, I, I was curious, like, does he not realize that Nelson just threatened him? And it's like, no, no, he knows it. That's why it's funny when Milhouse is like, Bart, you got to tell Skinner. And I'm just like, Skinner knows. <laughs> yep, once the bell rings, everybody else's problem here. I do kind of enjoy Bart's, uh, Bart's nightmare that he has, where Nelson's just like this giant, and he can't get him with a machine gun <coughs> or knives. He's like, it's lunchtime. And Milhouse is like, it's lunchtime, Bart. I'm not going to leave the fourth grade alive. But Lisa's got a different narrative of the story. She's actually encouraging the lunchroom to cheer him on because he's Bart the bully killer. <laughs> of course, he's just like a... You know, 
N nothing serious, right? Nelson reminds him, and then Bart has another daydream where he's imagining his own funeral. Because, yes, the entire school has launched this. Yep. Otto and Skinner grieve for him. He's got the cartoon X's for dead eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really cool. And then, like, the family comes up. And Homer doesn't care. Hey, doesn't she actually, like... Isn't she, she, oh, yeah, and then she says something like, it, she's like, if Bart, if only I'd given you that cupcake, this never would have happened. It's like, well, you actually did give him a cupcake, so. I'm sure it still would have happened, because he got the cupcake and they still would have bullied him. I just think Bart wouldn't have stood up for her if he didn't get the cupcake. He kind of would have let it happen. And, and of course, uh, he imagines Nelson stealing the cupcake that Lisa gives to him. And, and uh, he beats him up even though he's dead. Yeah, here's one for the road, dude. So yeah, it's 3.15. And Bart's, Bart does like the duck behind all, like the little shrub and the two little kids. And turns the corner and there's Nelson. Put him up! So he does. He, he surrenders. He surrenders. And so he just, just punches him in the face like eight times. <laughs> and then throws him in a trash can and rolls him home. And I got yeah, to admire, Nelson's got really good, really good aim because the trash can lands perfectly in front of the house. Twice, like every, actually. Yeah, every day for like a week. <laughs> Bart stumbles inside looking like hell. And uh, Homer's like, oh, got a little scuffle. Well, I hope you won. <clears throat> and then he, Marge pretty much sends him in there. Bart, your mother's got this crazy idea that you might be upset about something. Just sees Bart just crying. It's like, oh, don't let your mother see that. Let's dry those tears and get some with the blow dryer. What's the problem? I've got a bully. A bully? And Marge, like, bursts in. <laughs> you better go tell the principal. Oh, that's violating the code of the schoolyard. Because, of course, that's what a good parent would tell their kid, right? The code of the schoolyard. Why don't you uh, talk to the kid, and maybe you'll uh, settle it like gentlemen. Yeah, this boy is he, uh, is he portly? Is he dumb? Dim-witted? Does he not do well in his studies? Yeah. Well, that's why he's just lashing out. <clears throat> so now he's like, "Let's show you how to fight Simpson style," and he uh. Homer jumps on the bag and starts biting it. He's like, he won't expect that. Should I fight dirty? Absolutely. <coughs> Throw a glob of mud in his eyes and then hit him in the family jewels. That's a Simpsons secret. Well, Bart actually tries to go for it. He gets the mud, but then he can't land the family jewel shot because he can't reach. <laughs> I like the thought bubble of Homer like, oh no. <laughs> and he coughs up his hat. Lisa's like, well, why don't you go talk to Grandpa? He's the toughest Simpson there is. He was in World War II. So that's what Bart's going to do. I'm here to see Grandpa. <laughs> All the old men come flying out of their rooms. Oh, I mean uh, Grandpa Simpson. Mm. Second floor, third. Yeah. <laughs> third dank room on the left. Third dank room. <laughs> and I love Grandpa's letter about family yes. jewels. 
So do you, do you know the backstory behind that? No. So yeah, so the episode had issues with the censors. They didn't want them to hear Family Jewels on television. And the producers ignored the notes and actually wrote in that scene where Grandpa writing the letter because of them not wanting to see Family Jewels. So they did that as a shot at the censors. One of the many, many times that The Simpsons takes a shot at Fox. Following is a list of words I never want to hear on television again. <laughs> Brah! Yeah, so he shows up, he's like, Grandpa, I need advice on how to deal with a bully. And then Jasper comes in and takes the crossword puzzle away. He's like, yeah, I can't help you. But I'll take you to somebody who can. So how about Herman. How about a crazy right-wing antiques dealer, military antiques dealer, with one arm? Herman Herman. Because, of course, it's Herman Herman. Uh, did you lose your arm in the war, sir? Well, well, let me just tell you. When your teacher tells you not to have your arm up the window on the bus. You listen. Remember <laughs> two episodes ago for Homer's Odyssey, they, Mrs. Krabappel tells that story? And we're just like, oh, is this the foreshadowing? Now, the joke was going to be that every time he told the story, it was different. But they never really got to that. So, yeah, they, uh, that was actually a missed opportunity because I don't think Herman's a very interesting character. He's too one note. He's like, he's like a criminal, but he's also not a good criminal (laughs) or a funny criminal. But he's good in this episode. I guess I would say this is probably the best Herman episode. The only other time I... I think like 22 short films about Springfield is the only other time Herman's interesting when they do the uh, the Quentin Tarantino stuff with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he takes him, he's just like... And of course, he's like, how many men you got? None? Well, you need more. And he forms this whole big tactical plan. Bart's like, this guy's crazy. And Grandpa's like, no, he's not. He's off his rocker. We can't lose. So yeah, here comes the note. If you're fed up with Nelson, you want to do something, go to meet up at the treehouse. Bart comes in, coughs up his hat one more time. He's He's late because he got beat up. Again, yeah. (laughs) I can't promise you victory. I can't promise you good times. Ah, forget it. No, no, wait, wait, wait. I promise you victory. I promise you good times. Then we get a pretty cool moment in early Simpsons stuff. The the whole big training montage, which I always really liked. And a big movie reference. This was a... Well, actually... Not a movie reference, I don't think it was. I don't remember if they put it in Patton or not, but uh, I know it's a real thing that happened. Where Patton slapped a soldier and said he wouldn't have cowards in his army, and he was forced to publicly apologize and get removed from the front lines. Yeah, you can push them off the plane, you can march them, off, march a cliff, them off a cliff, <laughs> and send them off to die in some godforsaken rock, but for some reason you can't slap them. Now apologize to that boy right now. I also like how it's always a different kid failing in all of the scenes. Like, once it's Milhouse, then it's Lewis. And then I love the, uh... <laughs> where they're all doing the uh, attacking the, the punching bag. And then he calls in Herman, and Herman shows up with a freaking Bayonet. With a yeah. freaking bayonet. and just stabs it to death. 
Oh, uh, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. I got to be in arithmetic. Would have gotten A, but I was sick. And then after the whole sound off, it's finally battle day. After the training montage. I also, they got the uh, the salt and pepper shakers and the map of the town. And the quick E-mart spelled Q-U-I-C-K. We hadn't established the... Uh, the K. The K just K-W-I-C-K. yet, yeah. The K-W-I-C-K. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. <clears throat> but yeah, they're... Uh, the big plan is Nelson's going to shake kids down for the arcade. He's going to go get a squishy. And then we're going to ambush him when he leaves the quickie mart. It's actually, I actually like the funny line with the uh, the toadies talking to each other. and He's like, hey, you're going to be sucking down all your meals through straws if you don't shut up. And here comes Bart. Oh, yeah, you and what army? Uh, this one. And now... It's like literally every kid from school. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, saturation bombing. Is it okay if they say happy birthday on the side? <laughs> I prefer they say death from above, but I guess we got no choice. Do you also notice that Ralph Wiggum and Martin Prince are actually part of the army? I imagine everyone they had that were as a kid. Before. Yeah, but like Ralph wasn't even a character yet, and Martin wasn't really featured in the episode, but they're there. And there were no girls in the training montage, but they're all there. And they start the saturation bombing. They start chasing the kids down Elm Street which would later become Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> also, like, uh, when Homer comes out and yells at the kids for making noise, and Grandpa nails him with the water balloon. Hey, you! The, the tall, the the tall, tall gray kid. Gray kid. <laughs> a gra- gray kid. Grandpa's just loving it that he got him. But yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they corner Nelson, and the toadies immediately surrender, and they pass him. And just start wailing on him with water balloons. Did you notice the toadies also show up behind the crowd cheering them on? <laughs> so they tie him up. Oh yeah, they march him through town. The 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 sailor kid kisses Lisa. <laughs> she smacks him. And then he's just like, Well, you learned your lesson, I'm gonna untie you. Yeah, as soon as you do, I'm gonna beat you, I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna untie you if you got it sometime. But Herman had a plan, a peace treaty, which is actually, if you actually hear, when you're listening to him draw it up, it's actually a reasonable peace treaty. Like, all right, you recognize Bart's right to live. You won't have any authority, but you'll still be a menace to the neighborhood. And then that actually is the episode that will eventually start the friendship between Bart and Nelson, where Nelson's still a bully, but him and Bart actually do at times get along. Well, there was a, uh, I had one fight in high school and was on the bus. And after that, me and the guy were, and had each other's back. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing. I never got into an actual fight in high school. I do remember one of my friends was just like going a little too overboard on the, on the teasing. Uh, like, you know, where, you know, when the teasing actually starts to get really personal, you're just like, all right, enough, enough, enough. And I kind of just shoved him. But he tripped and went flying backwards and then, like, just busted his ass and everybody laughed at him. Even though I didn't hit him hard or didn't really hit him at all because he busted his ass. He, uh, had nothing else to say anymore. But now I never had a, I never had a high school fight. But I saw lots of them. The best were the teachers wouldn't break up the girl fights. They would just let them Oh my goodness, I remember there was a girl fight in my last class one day. And it was a nasty, like, there's a pound of hair on the floor. Oh, yeah. And no one could stop it, and the teacher yelled, ran out in the hallway and yelled, 
hell. And the person that finally stopped it was the ball coach who literally put his face inside the door of the classroom and went, hey! And it stopped the fight. <laughs> I do remember uh, one fight that happened as they were taking the kid out. He got mad and he freaking punched the cinder block wall in the cafeteria and he broke his hand. And everybody laughed at him for that forever. He lost the fight, got taken out, and then, yeah. Yeah, dumbasses. I feel like these early Simpsons episodes were always going to be relating to, like, high school stuff. Because these early episodes always focus on Bart. We don't get the real shift to Homer until the second and third seasons. Then we can start telling stories about work. I'm sure I can always find a relation story there. But yes, so they drop the peace treaty. Marge gives them cupcakes. And we end with a PSA. War is neither glamorous nor thrilling. And it's not cool, with the following exceptions. The Revolutionary War, World War II, and the Star Wars trilogy. And if you'd like to learn more about war, there's lots of books in your local library. Many of which contain cool, gory pictures. Peace, man. So there you go. Bart the General. Probably my second favorite season one episode after Krusty uh, gets busted, which we'll talk about soon. Really fun episode. And this is the episode that got uh, Bart's popularity to skyrocket. Like, this episode made Bart the, the true household name that he became. And another quick note, the closing credits are over the house. That's not yes. an often it's not often you get closing credits over something, but they do that here. Alright, so some more trivia about the episode. For proper introductions, we get Lewis, Milhouse, and Grandpa. We've met them before, but now we're getting proper introductions to them. Grandpa this would have been Grandpa's first appearance if we were going in order, but he actually did appear on the Tracy Ullman show. As far as Nelson Muntz, this is the first true appearance of Nelson Muntz. And like I said, Janie Powell's in it, but she's not. she doesn't look like what she does yet. <clears throat> Matt Groening notes, this episode was incredibly controversial when it came out because of the violence it incites. In fact, they've even removed uh, the Nelson dream, the, the dream with Nelson chasing Bart and... Uh, Homer fighting the punching bag because of violence in the syndicated replays. And Matt Greening's actually said, like, today, we would go way further than we did now. This is a harmless episode. They also used this episode along with a Seinfeld episode called The Tape at a Dartmouth College experiment to study brain activity in relation to humorous moments in television show. So how about that? The left posterior middle temporal gyrus and left inferior frontal gyrus had significant brain activity when people were laughing. So the Simpsons and Seinfeld got to be part of an experiment. I think that's pretty cool, right? Interesting. Uh, the other iconic references, of course, the Victory Day image we talked about. There's also the shot with the helmet lying in a puddle of water, which they used in the credits for the longest day. 
So you do get some pretty cool stuff out of this. Uh, yeah, I definitely enjoy this one. I would recommend this. If you're going to watch Season 1 Simpsons, this is a really good one to watch. Like I mentioned, this is the episode that really, really catapulted Bart. And of course, the introduction to Herman, who becomes a meh character down the line. If I ever do my top ten least favorite Simpsons characters, he might actually be on there. Not that he's a bad character, but he's a boring character, considering what else we get, you know? He's not a criminal mastermind like Sideshow Bob. He's not a funny criminal like Snake. He's not even a good calculating criminal like Fat Tony. He's just a criminal. We have better criminals. So I think it's just one of those comparison things. He kind of just falls by the wayside. But what do you think, Dan? What do you think of Bart the General? It's a classic. Yeah, it's a good one. Classic bully story. And really fleshes out a couple of characters. I think if you had a strict bully in your school and you ever were bullied at any point, you can definitely relate to an episode like this. Now, I don't, I was bullied, but it wasn't like, it was never horrible bullying. It was usually just casual teasing. And like, I never had it. Yeah, like, I mean, I had almost everybody make fun of me because I was fat and stuff, but like, I didn't have like one guy that was always looking to kick my ass every day. Yeah, I didn't have that either. I don't think our school actually did have anybody like that. We didn't have that kind of a stereotypical bully. We just had people who were kind of assholes. But they, I mean, they always had something in common. They themselves were usually ugly or poor students or, you know, like, that's the lash out thing. Or they came from... Or just straight up poor. Yeah, shitty, (laughs) shitty backgrounds. Uh, So, I mean, I do get it. I can't fully relate to the, to the story, but I, uh... But yeah, I'm, uh... I'm, I'm a big fan of this episode and I would definitely recommend this one. Bart the General. The next episode we're going to talk about is Moaning Lisa. Another season one classic because this is the episode that starts to flesh out Lisa's character. She becomes way more third dimensional. The first couple episodes we watched, she's just kind of bratty. She's a bratty and seems like she's the good student and the overachiever and a bit of a kiss ass. But now this is a a smart thing of them in the first season of a show that could last a long time and has lasted a long time is devote an episode to a character. Right, because we get... This last episode was a Bart episode. This next episode is going to be a Lisa episode. Yes. And then there's a Marge episode. There's a couple of Homer episodes. And Marge and Homer episodes. And that's how you get people invested in your show, is to understand your character, what they've been through, what they're going through. Exactly. uh, And what motivates them. Good, good stuff. All right, so Moaning Lisa will come up on the next Stupid Sexy podcast. And who knows, maybe we'll get a couch gag again. I always like talking about the couch gags and the chalkboard gags, but when you don't have one... You just can't talk about it. Well, there was so much content this episode. Yeah, there was such good shit, we couldn't cut any of it. 
<laughs> so we had to keep it all. So we had to cut the opening credits. Maybe Bart should have contacted Sergeant Slaughter to get some advice. All right, let me tell you something, maggots. And but, all I gotta say is, we'll see you guys next time for another stupid, sexy podcast. Feels like I'm podcasting nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs>